This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Without reliable statistics, the South African homeless population is estimated to be somewhere between 100,000 and 200,000 individuals. The actual figures are believed to be much higher due to the high mobility and transient nature of members of the homeless population. Today is World Homeless Day, and the day's main purpose is to draw attention to the needs of people experiencing homelessness and to get relevant stakeholders involved in discussions around ways to respond to this growing challenge. On one non-governmental organization which has committed itself to the homeless people and goes beyond providing shelter and meals is U-Turn, a U-Turn Homeless Ministries, they call themselves. Steve Underwood is a communications officer and he joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Steve, and thank you for your time. Morning to you. Thanks for having me. Okay, you know what? Let's just maybe start first by saying, how do we actually define um, homelessness, uh, uh, homelessness or the homeless? What qualifies as someone being homeless? It seems an obvious question to answer, but uh, I think that they, it can be nuanced as well. Yeah, it is actually a, a quite a, a deep question. You're right. Um, because there are many uh, different levels of homelessness. There's primary, secondary, tertiary. At U-Turn Homeless Ministries, we tend to define homelessness um, as what some people call street homelessness, which is um, people that basically live on the street um, because they don't have any, any housing um, at all, not even informal housing. Um, and so in terms of that definition, um, those are the numbers that you mentioned, 100 to 200,000 nationally, that would be looking um, at street homelessness. So how would you account then for, I mean, you say these are people who don't have a home to uh, to go to, but you also have a large number of people who end up on the street, uh, whether it be the so what people sometimes refer to as uh, street children or all sorts of other people who end up on the streets um, because they had some kind of, uh, you know, um, addiction that led them to, you know, losing their own homes or getting kicked out of their own family homes and then ending up on the streets uh, uh, that way. How do you account for those? So that, that would still be defined under street homelessness. So mm. maybe they maybe they have a home, maybe they have a family home, but for, for whatever reasons, they're no longer um, allowed to stay at that family home. They've been kicked out um, by, by their family. Um, and they basically uh, make their way living uh, their lives on the street. Um, yeah, that, mm. that's how we define um, homelessness. And given the variety of reasons um, why people end up in these situations, how do you then, as U-Turn Ministries, go about uh, um, assisting or helping them? Or what do you think, um, what is the approach that you take in, your, uh, in dealing, and assisting, uh, dealing with and assisting uh, homeless people? Yeah, so we take um, a developmental approach, which is very much um, providing skills development. Our tagline is that we equip people with skills to overcome homelessness. Um, and as you said, it can be, can be many reasons why someone um, lands up on the street. And so it's very hard for us to have a one-size-fits-all um, solution for every single person. But we've managed to um, craft a, a four-phase journey, and each of those phases provides uh, different skills um, according to where the client is at, um, that helps them to develop themselves off the street. So the first phase is what we call change readiness. At that phase, we provide um, basic needs. So it's 
meals, clothing, um, a bed for the night if it's available, um, and ablutions. And um, that's because until a person is out of that day-to-day survival mode, it's impossible for them to make long-term plans and actually think about developing their life and, and getting to the point where they come off the street. So that's our first phase is change readiness, is preparing people to come off. Our, our second phase is uh, drug and alcohol rehab. Um, that's where we um, arrange a rehab for our clients. Many, many struggle with um, substance abuse. It, it either landed them on the street mm. or it's a coping mechanism. Um, and so we, we help them there, phase two, with drug and alcohol rehab. At phase three, we have a work readiness program. So once our clients are clean and sober, um, the next thing is to try to work on that employability. So we, we run social enterprises where our clients work. They earn stipends, and we provide their shelter and their food and their transport. And that's where they kind of really upskill themselves in, in terms of a working world. Um, and then our last phase, graduation, is when our clients find work on the open labor markets. They find their own um, housing where we assist them, and they remain sober. And that's when they graduate um, to live kind of an independent life. And then all through those four phases, there's uh, woven in um, the necessary therapies that they need from professionals. Mm. Um, to assist them in kind of making the right decisions, making plans. Um, and, and like I say, with that, there's no one size fits all. So mm. The therapist will work with the client on their specific traumas, mm. their triggers, their issues that, that have kind of brought them to the point where they are. Do you then get um, involved in efforts to actually find them homes? So, yes. So, yeah, in, in phase four, all our clients graduate employed, sober, and living in formal housing. So, um, we always try and give the clients the, the sort of the, the, the agency for themselves to solve their problems, but we do help along the way. So at phase four, we would do that, uh, and we do partner with uh, social housing companies um, to try and find affordable housing for our clients to graduate into. Okay. And then a final question. Um, what role should government be playing in, the, um, in you know, dealing with the problem of homelessness? Yeah, I think it is very much a government problem to, to a large extent. But I think without a national policy on homelessness, uh, the government is, is almost a little bit slow to react. And the problem is certainly growing at a, at a very rapid rate. So um, there are government budgets available that are mostly going um, to NGOs. But again, as you mentioned at the start of the show, if the number of people is, is not being counted correctly, the budget could be for 100,000 people, but there may be 500,000 people living on the street. So. The, the amount of resources in the sector is, is far too low. Uh, in Cape Town, for example, we have more than 14,000 people and only 3,500 shelter beds. Mm. Um, so there's just not enough infrastructure. So, yeah, the government uh, needs to respond by creating a, a very clearly defined policy, making efforts to actually accurately center um, and count the number of people living on the streets. And then, yeah, work alongside the, the NGOs that have been working in this space for many, many years and who have that expertise to, to help people off the street. Great stuff. Thank you so much. Uh, Steve Underwood, the Communications Officer at U-Turn Homeless Ministries. I appreciate your time. Thanks, DT. Of course, they're talking to us about uh, World uh, Homeless Day. Uh, how do we address homelessness in the big metros? The question they asked today is World Homeless Day. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.